0: This is News Talk. Uh, I suppose having Donald Trump appear before court gives particularly the tabloids license to come up with all sorts of puns. So the Irish sun goes with Donald Doc. The Irish Daily Star also has the same headline, Donald Doc. The Irish Daily Mirror goes with Trump in the eye of the stormy. Donald Trump making US history yesterday as the first leader to face criminal charges. The former president appeared in a New York court to defy 34 felony raps including Including making a hush payment to uh, porn star Stormy Daniels, but he defiantly said ahead of the hearing, can't believe this is happening in America Uh, and obviously Donald Trump speaking overnight. He flew back to Florida and addressed his fans at his Mar-a-Lago estate uh, saying he's completely innocent, denying all the charges there. Sean Spicer, who was the former uh, spokesperson for Donald Trump when he was in the White House, he's going to be on this morning's News Talk Breakfast. It's always box office when you hear what Sean Spicer has to say. So tune in after seven to News Talk Breakfast to hear what he makes of it all. The Irish Daily Mail on the front page Garda inquiry into 26 claims of abuse in defence forces. That's also the front of the Irish Independent Gardaí probing 26 allegations of sexual assaults in the ranks of the defence forces. This is a special operation which has been set up, a special unit being set up in the Gardaí targeting potential sexual predators within the defence forces. Gardaí have already received 26 complaints of sex assaults. Some of those Going back to the 1960s, and uh, the Guard, the Commissioner, saying that all of the allegations are under investigation or they're old cases which are being reviewed right now. And the Guard, the Commissioner, crucially saying yesterday that he expects more complainants to come forward with allegations of sexual assault in the Defence Forces. That'll be a big topic of discussion, I imagine, at the Cabinet meeting this morning because the uh, the Michal Martin, has to take further action now on this report from the Independent Review Group, which we heard at best barely tolerates women uh, and essentially at worst can abuse them and make it a very difficult place in the Defence Forces for women, particularly, to be a member of So that's on the front of the Irish Independent. The Irish Examiner goes with Peter McVeary on the front page. Homelessness campaigner Father Peter McVeary is refusing to back down on his assertion that the Housing Minister, Dara O'Brien, wanted to extend the eviction ban but was overruled by the Taoiseach um, Leo Vradker. Yesterday, we had Thunishta Michal Martin becoming the latest senior government member to reject Father McFerry's claim. He said that Dara O'Brien agreed with the cabinet position that continuing the eviction ban would have made homelessness worse in the longer term. And News Talk are kind of involved in this because yesterday, the Taoiseach Leo Vradker was on News Talk Breakfast and he was asked about Father Peter McFerry's claim. And the Taoiseach said that the claim is 100% untrue and there's zero evidence to. Support it. Then later, Father Peter McVerry went on to News Talk and said that when the government makes controversial decisions, they love a distraction. He said he can understand why the Taoiseach is denying the claim. He says he understands it. This is the most controversial and I think the worst decision the government has made in its lifetime, and they have to present a united front. So we've heard from both sides here on News Talk now. I suppose it's up to you to decide who do you believe? Do you believe the Taoiseach or or do you believe Father Peter mcverry Do you believe the leader of the country? Or do you believe a leading homelessness campaigner and priest? Uh, and we can't make up your mind for you. It's up to you to decide. The Irish Times uh, looks at how old the typical home buyer is now in Ireland. 39 years of age. So people buying houses in Ireland, not surprisingly, getting older. The median age of homeowners in Ireland was 39 Now, it was 35 in 2010, and I presume years ago it was probably in the 20s when people would be able to buy a house. So all of this, of course, reflecting, according to the Irish Times, the difficulties faced by younger people trying to get on the property ladder. Uh, And the typical income of a home purchaser has risen by almost 50%, but that seems to mean nothing because they're still struggling to be able to buy a house. Inside the papers, the Irish Times is looking at vacancies in our schools, and if you have uh, children or young people in schools, you'll probably be aware of this. A lot of schools can't fill the posts which have been left vacant. The Irish Times says there are unfil- unfilled teaching vacancies in almost half of all second level schools in Ireland. This is a poll of more than 2,000 teachers belonging to the ASTI. Almost a fifth of schools were forced to get rid of a subject or subjects from the curriculum as a result. So the students suffered there because there might be an area they'd love to study but they can't because the school can't find a teacher to teach it. The survey found three quarters of schools reported they received no applications for an advertised teaching post or posts in the current school year presumably because the newly qualified teachers are in Dubai, Abu Dhabi, places like that. And 81% of principals and deputy principals said they had employed at least one unqualified teacher this school year. So uh, not a surprise if you're aware of what schools are like at the moment. Now we're gearing up for US President Joe Biden's visit to Ireland. Kind of amazing. We still don't have the details. It's less than a week until he arrives. We don't know where he's going yet. We're still waiting for the formal announcement from the White House about the itinerary for President Joe Biden but in the star, we are told uh, he might have to go to Galway now because he has cousins in Galway as well as in Mayo and Louth. This is according to a top American genealogist who is Megan Smolignac who has worked for the FBI and she says she's satisfied that one of Joe Biden's great great grandfathers was born in Galway and it's believed some of his cousins are still living in Galway uh, to this very day. So we know he's cousins in uh, Mayo, the Bluets there in Mayo. We know he's related to the Carneys in Louth and now uh, genealogists believe that there's another branch of the family being identified. So Joe Biden, another Irish link. So he might have to go to uh, Galway. So we'll see what happens. We're waiting for the itinerary there and of course all eyes on former President Jimmy Carter and his ailing health And obviously, the US president can't leave the country if Jimmy Carter were to pass away because the president uh, would have to give a eulogy, obviously, at the funeral. Now, the Irish Daily Mail looks at uh, Rupert Murdoch. You may have heard recently that he had gotten engaged. I don't know how many times he's been married now, but the latest is that Rupert Murdoch and Anne Leslie Smith have abruptly called off their engagement. This is two weeks after they announced they were going to get married. Uh, Rupert Murdoch is 92 and he proposed last month to a dental hygienist Anne Leslie Smith uh, who's 66 years of age with a 2 million euro wedding ring and he described their whirlwind romance as a gift from God but now the engagement has been abruptly called off the pair came to a mutual decision to part ways the rumour is that she couldn't cope with the uh, publicity she didn't like being in the public eye so apparently they sat down on Monday and agreed it was better for them to part Uh, another friend told the Mail that the billionaire still Remains fond of Miss Smith despite their decision to split. So now we don't know is that the end of Rupert Murdoch getting married or has he won more marriage in him? Uh, Also, the Irish Independent looks at kind of bad news. You don't want your boss to hear this news this morning because they're looking at your tea or coffee break. And I suppose people thought that this might rejuvenate you, take a little break away from the desk. It does absolutely nothing to rejuvenate you or make you feel less tired. So researchers have found that stopping for tea breaks while at work does nothing to make people more efficient or prevent them from feeling tired. In the findings published in the International Journal of Psychophysiology, researchers said that taking a tea break makes you feel uh, exhausted because you're dipping in and out, which can overstimulate the brain, leading to fatigue afterwards. Hopefully no bosses are listening to that. That. And final story is in the eye. If you're a solo traveller, you'll be interested in this. Solo travel back on the agenda for millions, obviously after the pandemic. Research from Booking.com shows 84% of solo travellers are women. Very interesting. So women get caught with the travel bug, want to see the world. And now we have the best cities for solo female travel based on safety, public transport and gender equality. In first place is Hamburg. Number two is Munich Third is Edinburgh. Four is Faro. Fifth is Dublin. The fifth most safe city for a woman to travel by herself. Also in the top ten, Prague, Helsinki, Krakow, and Zurich. So a lot of those obviously in Europe. So it must be safe enough to visit here. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This is Newstalk.